0: Preteens, welcome back to our last week of our series, Pirates, Rockstars, and Farmers. During this series, we've been talking all about stewardship so one last time let's take a look at our definition for stewardship it's using and taking care of everything god gives us in such a way that it shows his greatness and love to others so for the past two weeks we've talked about two ways about thinking about money and gifts and belongings that don't show greatness to God. And so this week we're going to be talking about farmers and we'll see another way about thinking of these gifts and money and belongings that we have from God and how we can use them well. We'll learn a wise way to act that will be better than acting like a pirate or a rock star. Now, there are some things in life that we can be pretty sure of. Now, I know that with this last year, it feels like that list has kinda shrunk, but for the most part, we can almost be certain that each day the sun will come up in the east every morning and at the end of each day the sun will set in the west. We can also be almost certain that clapping our hands like this this will make a noise, right? If I said to you, if you clap your hands together, it will make a sound. How certain are you that that will be true? Maybe you're like, I'm pretty positive. I'm 100% certain that that will happen. You know that that's gonna be what occurs. Now, when somebody gives instructions, sometimes we feel confident that they'll work. And sometimes we don't. We have a harder time understanding or seeing what they're trying to tell us. And so we have to have faith. And here's what Hebrews 11.1 says about faith. Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for. The proof of what is not seen. So if we have faith in God, that means that we trust in Him and what He's telling us to be true, even if we can't see it for ourselves. And sometimes having faith in God is simple and easy for us, and otherwise, uh, and other times it might feel like it costs us a lot, or we really struggle to have faith because we're really having a hard. time seeing it now I want to check out 2nd Corinthians uh, in chapter 9 verse 6 and it says this the point is this a person that who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly and the person who sows generously will also reap generously. Now that doesn't sound too crazy, right? I mean if you plant only a few seeds you'll probably only harvest a few crops. But if you plant a lot then you'll gather a lot more. If you weren't convinced that this is true what might it cost you to test this out? Now you might think it doesn't cost a whole lot but it might cost you seeds it'll cost you some time to watch them grow it'll cost you some land and water right those don't seem like it costs a whole lot but there are a few things that it would cost us if we had a hard time believing this and we wanted to see for ourselves if it was true but it seems simple enough though doesn't it it's not too hard to believe this particular scripture. If I plant more, I'll gather more. And now this verse isn't just talking about, you know, some wisdom for farmers in their planting. And this verse is not just about seeds and uh, fruits and vegetables and things like that. This is a truth about all of the things that we have, everything. This is a verse about our money and our belongings. It's a verse about our time and our talents and our treasures that we have. So how do we plant our things? How do we plant our money and our belongings? Well, let's take a look at this next verse and it'll tell us kind of how we plant our belongings. Second Corinthians 9, 7 says this, each person should do as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or out of compulsion, since God loves a cheerful So the way that we plant our belongings is to decide in our heart what God is calling us to be generous with and then give that what that we have decided to give. So what he has called us to do, we recognize that in our hearts and we do that. We give that. And the person who plants a lot will gather a lot and the person who plants just a little is going to gather just a little. And we have to remember that these are instructions from God. Remember, God is the Good Shepherd. This name we've been talking about for Him, Yahweh Roi, and He wants us He wants to guide us to good things. And we have to listen to His voice and follow His instructions if we want to be led by Him to these good things that he has for us. Now, right now, some of you are hearing me tell you that if you decided in your heart to give, and you give a lot of stuff cheerfully, that God will love that and you'll gather a lot back. You've got this question maybe right now in your head, did God really say that? Well, yes, he did. And if we look at Luke 6:38, the very first part of that, Says this, give and it will be given to you. Right? Give and it will be given to you. Did God really say that? Yes, He did say that. And He said more about giving too. Now, the Bible talks about this thing called a tithe. And a tithe is one out of every 10 or 10%. So, say you earn $10 the tithe of that would be $1 out of that 10. And if you earn, say, 10 shirts, a tithe of that would be one shirt. Now Malachi 3.10 talks about giving the full tithe to God, and it says bring the full tenth into the storehouse so that there may be food in my house. Test me in this way, says the Lord of armies. See if I will not open the floodgates of heaven and pour out a blessing for you without measure. So if the people will bring their full tithe to God, will he really open the floodgates of heaven and pour out blessings to him? Did he really say that? Yes, he did. And if we read Proverbs 11, 24 and 25, one person gives freely yet gains more. Another withholds what is right only to become poor. A generous person will be enriched and the one who gives a drink of water will receive water if we freely give to others will we actually get richer if we hold on to what we have will we actually become poorer? did God really say these things yes he did now it might be hard to see how giving out of love will someday lead you to receiving a huge blessing from god but that's how god made the world to work and a picture god gives us in the bible to help us understand this is one of planting right when we plant a few seeds we gather a few crops but when we plant many we gather much if we have faith that Yahweh roi and follow His instructions, we'll see that His Word is true. These verses that I've just read for you is true. Proverbs eleven twenty five says that, Give a lot and you will succeed. Did God really say that? Yes, He did he also said if you guys remember from last week we talked about this verse it's a pretty familiar one for god so loved the world that he gave right he gave like we talked about again last week this is how god demonstrated his big and mighty great love for us he gave so if If God's big love is inside of us, what do you think that we will do in return? We will give, and in fact, if we don't give to people in need, we're kind of missing the point here. So I have one more Bible verse that I want you guys to check out. It's 1 John three seventeen. If anyone has this world's goods and sees a fellow believer in need but withholds compassion from him, how does God's love reside in him? In other words, you can't say that you have God's love in your heart if you're not willing to be generous with the things that God has given and seeing somebody in need being willing to use what you have, do what you can to help them out. And when we give, God blesses us and gives us great success. However, that's not the reason that we give, right? The reason that we give is because of our love, our love for God and our love for others. So how will God bless you and give you success when you give? Now you might think that it means if you give a dollar to somebody in need that when you go home lying on your bed is going to be a $10 bill, right? You gave a little, you res- or you gave some, you receive more, right? That's not how it works. Now God could in fact, do that, right? He can do anything, but that's not usually how he operates. He usually blesses us in an entirely different way, right? If we provide with money, he might return it. Return money to us, but he almost he might also bless us in ways that we can't even Imagine and the getting richer part isn't the reason why we do that And in fact if if that's what is motivating us then really our actions are more selfish than they are Generous, And God doesn't reward or smile on that when we do things selfishly and not generously. So we should give out of this love that we have for God that He put inside of us, right? God so loved the world that He gave so we should be generous givers as well. He loves it when we do that cheerfully too. So how can you be a generous giver? How can you be like a farmer? Maybe it's not money, maybe it's your time to help out somebody in need, to help do some extra chores around the house. Maybe it's an ability that you have. Maybe you're great at playing the piano and so you can use that gift that you have to maybe shed light, show God's light and love to other people who maybe don't have that. There are so many ways besides just money that we can be generous. It's an important thing to still give the money, give our tithe of our money, but also for some of you guys, you might be like, I don't have money, so I don't have to worry about that right now. Well, there are so many other things. Remember, we've been talking about that. Everything that we have, God has given to us. So how can we be generous with all of those things? That's my challenge to you guys this week, to think of a way that you can be generous with something that God has given you. Now I'm super excited for our next series that we'll be diving into, so I hope that I will see you then. Bye guys.